And we now join in the line by our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Good morning. Hello. Lots of other ones to you, Sakina, to the rest of the listeners. Sakina, what did you mean? You. Some people are telling me that they're looking for uh, blankets with eyes. I don't know what that means. But... <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, I'm always fascinated with uh, the temperatures in, in, in Sutherland because I yeah. have labored under, you know, this uh, misconception that Sutherland is the coldest place in the country. And turns out it's yeah. actually not. Um, Biffelsfontein in the Maltino district in the Eastern Cape, that apparently is the coldest place in South Africa. The name. The name itself sounds cold. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, never mind the cold weather. Let's talk about um, what's happening on the markets. Asian commodity producers, uh, they've dropped amid a slump in oil and industrial metal uh, prices there, Clive. It's a very disgusting combination, isn't it? Oil and actual metals. Uh, really, very disgusting. But anyway, the uh, Asian commodity producers dropped uh, Sakina, yes, indeed, and made a slump in the oil and industrial metals. Uh, while the shares in Japan advanced as the dollar also solidified gains against major peers, obviously that's going to hurt a little bit on the yen there because obviously they're looking to get weaker against the U.S. dollar. So when they do get weaker against that, they actually support the uh, export numbers, which is always good for the Japanese market. Uh, Energy and mining companies drove the original equity benchmark lower. We saw Brent oil, as you just mentioned, it lost about uh, a half a percent. It's down now at about $44 a barrel. And the most base metals maintained lost sessions uh, and declined as well. Uh, Japanese topics, the index rose for the second day, up by 1.1%, uh, which is quite exciting. Uh, recovering, obviously, for, from that holiday spurge that, they, that saw them actually decline. So that's very good to see that positivity come back into the market. Two dilution macro themes are set to dominate markets in the near term. Uh, the continued gain in the dollar and obviously the pullback in the oil price. These two things might be the reason why Asian markets are looking a bit better this morning. They're looking very strong. And by the way, Sakina, there's a new president in the Philippines, Mr. Demetrois. I don't know if that's the right way to, to pronounce it. Demetrois. Yeah, that's it. That so sounds so French. It, it does sound French, I know. So, so he's, he's leading the polls now. About 95% of the votes have been counted, and he looks set to be the next uh, president of the Philippines. Mm. And let's just look at what's happening in Nigeria. Oil producers evacuating workers from the Niger Delta. What's going on there? Oh, it's very scary. I mean, um, the story was told by the uh, one of the union members from, uh, from, the, from Nigeria, uh, from the River uh, it's called the Rivers. Uh, it's a company there from the from the Union Trade Union Congress of Nigeria, and he was referring to the fact that there's been attacks, Sakina, uh, to the oil industry in 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 Nigeria, uh, which has seen them actually lose and drop uh, production to the lowest in 20 years, compounding the impact of slumping crude oil in Africa's largest economy. Uh, the current attacks echo a similar wave uh, of violence uh, that was there between 2006 and 2009 which left a lot of people out of work. And not only that, infrastructure was damaged. And so it's not looking very good. Uh, one of the things is that about 90,000 barrels a day of output has halted last week following these attacks on offshore platform. Nobody has claimed uh, any of the attacks, where they come from, but it's definitely having a serious impact. Uh, already it's expected that uh, Nigeria will lose about $1 billion U.S. billion worth of their revenue uh, with these attacks going on. That's just in May. 
So that is very, very concerning for Nigeria. And I'm hoping that they'll be able to resolve this. Uh, we, we know that uh, Chevron and Delta, um, Chevron and uh, Shell have been pulling out members of their, of their staff from these particular production areas to, to, to try and protect them. So it's not, it's not a good story, Sakina, unfortunately. It isn't. Uh, just like our South African unemployment uh, figures, uh, mm. we've hit record highs, Clive, and uh, that's denting our ratings hopes. You know, we were so excited. Remember last week we were talking about uh, the fact that Moody's were not Moody this mm. time around. They came here and uh, it seems like it was all positive. Uh, I, we, we were invited to a meeting uh, yesterday uh, by uh, the presidency and um, by the presidency and we were sitting with uh, as business and labor um, and, and uh, the president uh, added another five point plan over the nine point plan of turnaround strategy with regards to how to stimulate the economy and the areas where we need to actually be punting and we're supposed to be actually promoting and a fund of 1.5 billion Rand Sakina will be set aside, uh, which will be contributed by both uh, uh, Labour and not, not sorry, not Labour, <laughs> never that, that one, <laughs> but it's going to be it's going to be uh, contributed by by government and business uh, to try and stimulate the economy, to try and create jobs, and the, the high impact zones as they call them, where they will have actual impact in looking at areas such as infrastructure and manufacturing as well. So, so it. it as much as I heard the news yesterday, uh, when I heard the president's plan, when I heard the government's plan to try and uh, tackle the issue of unemployment, when I saw business there, all the heads that were there, you know, um, I got excited. And I thought to myself, you know what, maybe there was a reason why Moody's didn't uh, downgrade it. And maybe this will happen with S&P and Fitch as well. And they'll realize that there is a plan in place. And there's going to be an international delegation that's going to be headed out to uh, uh, to the uh, World Economic Forum on Africa. And so that's also going to be very exciting to see the representation of South Africa uh, for the first time, I think, in a very long time, to see this uh, coalition uh, between business, labor, and government to try and make sure that we curb the problem. And I have hopes, that, you know, sometimes these things do take long, but however, when it does start to take impact, we'll start to see it unfold and we'll start creating jobs. And I have a, I have a very positive uh, uh, attitude towards this one. I think this one that might just be the saving grace that we need uh, to get our economy back in action. Well, Clive, um, I'm with you there, and I'll take that hope um, if it's the only thing I can take to the bank. Uh, we'll speak to you again tomorrow. And that was our market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela. Sakina Kamwendo on SAFM.